This is Solid Snake, and I have a mission for you. Listen to Spawn on me, and pay some damn attention. Welcome everybody to the Spawn on Me podcast. This is episode 164, 164, uh, and I am your host, uh, Kaja Kins. No, I am not. I am Cicero Holmes, <laughs> a.k.a. Stubby Stan, uh, the Bruce Wayne of Chicago, and I am here this week and every week with my brother from another mother, the man who makes gaming look good. He makes science look good. He makes math look good. He makes personal entrepreneurship look good. He is my main man, Mr. Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. How are you today, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing really, really good. Um, I think I could teach Bruce Wayne or two a thing about entrepreneurship because... He got a big leg up f- from his parents, Word. you know, like he got all this money. He kind of worked at his parents' job. Right. He doesn't have an entrepreneurial bone in his body. Nope. You know, nope. I, he I, just, I don't. Yeah. He's just a trust fund baby. Yeah. I don't, I don't consider Bat- like Batman as a business. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> ba- well, no. Well, they, I mean, there was the comic book Batman Inc. where he did franchise out. Essentially, they franchised out the Batman. That is and, true. Yeah. So, so maybe he does. But otherwise, you could call him the Jim Dolan of <laughs> the Jim Dolan. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could own own uh, the Gotham Knights and run them into the ground. Um, oh man! Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, the the draft, uh, the lottery for the draft was held uh, just last week, and the Knicks had the opportunity to move up, but as the Knicks do they lost again and I asked in so the Knicks came out and they were like oh you know the draft the lottery starts in 30 minutes and uh my response was in the tweet was like can we draft an owner and uh they didn't respond Mm. but I got a lot of I got a lot of retweets good good well hey look man as your boy Stephen A. Smith said you know, because Dolan has the cable vision stuff and the MSG stuff, he's kind of right. untouchable yeah. unless he found, you know, someone to replace all of that. Right. Because, like, he could basically take away cable from New York City if right. he wanted to. Yep. Yep. <laughs> holding, it, holding it for ransom and also uh, has the most profitable um, uh, basketball franchise in the NBA. So, yep. you know, imagine, look- imagine if the Knicks were actually good. And well, you know they're terrible and are the uh, the most valuable franchise in the league. Well, so. I, I mean, usually owners are motivated by improving their team because it means they make more money, right? But when you're with the Knicks and you make money regardless, and right. you have for the past twenty years, uh, you know when the Knicks combined record is—I don't even want to look it up, right? <laughs> but I can assure you that it's below five hundred. Um, you know, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, but uh, whose record is above, way above five hundred? Is ours? 
Um, and uh, someone who helped us with that was last week's guest, Dr. Melissa Boone um, from Microsoft. She she came on and dropped nerdy dopeness uh, talking about user research. I, I've got to say, I had so much fun recording that episode, um, you know, listening to her nerd out listening to you nerd out reef uh listening to car nerd out and then me asking dumbass questions because that's what i do <laughs> um but it man it was so much fun and shout out to dr dr boone um for just being amazing can't wait to have her back on yeah yeah and and like i just love how you know our show can expand to truly capture the industry i mean obviously right. the industry is like a you know billion dollar juggernaut that has all these different parts in, in it to make it all work. And, right. you know, when like user research is definitely super important, but never been able to really dig into it with somebody until now. So right. yeah, I had, I learned a ton. Even when I re-listened to it, I learned more because obviously when you're recording it, you kind of, you know, right. listen to it differently than like mm-hmm. when you're actually listening to it um, as a listener. I said, listen like three times in that sentence yeah. Yeah. So because it's, I'm cool. It's the secret um, word. Um, but um yeah yeah so uh sh- shout out to uh to Dr. Melissa Boone. Word up, word up. And uh you know what we what you guys have to listen to today is a very very special episode and and unfortunately Kajakins Khalif Adams the great captain is not here uh to celebrate it with us. He does send his regards and uh we'll I'll uh later on I'll talk about some of the things that he had to say about something that we'll talk about later. But first but first, um, lots of times I'm really, really excited. Um, lots of times during the course of the show when we hit milestones or just in general, uh, we will talk about our significant others, our partners. And um, long time coming, we had been joking around uh, a while ago about having our partners uh, be on the show as guests or even host the show one, one time. Um, well, we didn't get that far as having them host the show, obviously, but I am so, so very excited to uh, share with Bricago for the very first time. Well, actually, the second time because she she did leave a drop. She did make a drop. So you have heard her voice before. Um, <laughs> my partner, my love, my better half. Um the the person who supports me through thick and thin and everything. Oh, thank uh, you so much, man. Yeah, I really exactly, that, man. exactly. That's so nice. Right. You never talk about me that way. I yeah, you know exactly. You know, sometimes I, I you know, I, I get in my feelings. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta let it out. I gotta let it out. You can get in your feelings in a positive way too. So, um, uh, it is, it is really, it is my pleasure to introduce Bricago to. The person responsible for graying my hair, um, my love, Ms. Kristen Keipel. Kristen, how are you today? I'm good. Those are the nicest things you've ever said about me. Yeah, well, you know, I'm saying it out loud to the public. Uh, I, you know, the things I say to you in in, in private, uh, you know, I don't want I don't want your head to get as big or as you, yours you to get as big as mine. Exactly, you know, because. <laughs> Because we we've only got so much square footage in this place, so exactly, uh, yeah. So we can't we can't do that. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, I'm very happy uh, that you're here on the show. I know that you you express both excitement because you 
um, peek behind the curtain, guys, uh, as we were sitting around and we were trying to figure out what was going to happen on the show. And she was asking me about the show. And I said, oh, I, we don't have a guest. She was like, well, I could be the guest. And I was like, hey, that's not a bad idea. And then she was like, oh, wait a fucking minute. Uh, I was just joking. I don't know about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> about that. Well, now you're here. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm really excited to to have you here. And, uh, you know, um, I'm, I, I want I want people I want Bricago to hear your story because I think it's actually a good one. Um, well, I, I guess first and foremost, how does it feel being the partner of the great stubby stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, do you really want me to answer that? Do you want me to be honest or do you want me to be nice? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think they're synonymous, so you go right ahead. Oh, it's you can, it's wonderful. You get to it's absolutely wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> I can't lie. I, I I wish I wish everyone could see the video right now because Reef is in heaven. <laughs> he is he is absolutely in heaven uh, watching this. Um, so, uh, Kristen, I guess tell Bracago a little bit about you. Um, you know, you are a mom. And and, you know, I guess kind of talk about your your story and talk about uh, your history with video games. Oh, boy. Um, I don't even know where to start. Well, (laughs) (laughs) video games, they didn't exist until you came into my life. So there you go. But I do. I have two. I'm calling bullshit on that whatever i have two beautiful kids they're gonna be 20 years old they're in college um and i work in accounting downtown and i yeah that's pretty much my story i don't have a lot to you know downtown downtown chicago Chicago. for i forget we're not in chicago um but yeah as far as video games go i mean really i mean maybe i knew a like some of them only because you know my son played them but i didn't really actually play games or do any of that stuff until i dated you shout so like out, you didn't out. play them as a kid no no i didn't and like none of your friends had systems. oh well, like my brother did my brother did my brother oh, did well, he there did. we go so so you did play them no, i didn't play them i watched oh so like he i think he had a nintendo and i think he had like a sega Thing or whatever you call it, or an Atari or I don't know what, whatever whatever that stuff is. So um, he had that stuff when he was younger. He would play, but he would never let us play. <laughs> no, no, no. That was his stuff. He he earned all by himself. So he wasn't going to let his sisters break it. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah so uh, quick, quickly, I I want to. So Kristen mentioned her son. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Dual Marksman, who was uh, a guest on the show, the youngest guest to this day, still the youngest guest we have ever had on the show. Uh, so shout out to Dual Marksman. Man, he that was, was way back. Yeah, say how long ago in, was that? That was in the teens or the 20s, maybe? Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was the show after our Game of the Year show. Our first, the very first spawning. So it was within the first year. Uh, so probably in the 40s. The oh, and he 40s, sounded like yeah. a little guy and everything. Yeah. Oh, Aww. man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so 
gaming gaming didn't exist for you as a participant in a real way until you until you met me yes um you but but yeah go ahead I, yeah because on like the first week we dated you bought me dj hero yeah that's right yeah wow yeah that's right yeah DJ i tried to pretend like i knew what i was talking about and he's like <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah i like that so then he went and bought it for me and then we played that's it cool yeah yeah yeah. And and was 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 it fun? Did did you like it? I think we played like once or twice and then it ended up in my closet, but <laughs> like a true DJ Hero player. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. right. <laughs> and then That was like right at the yeah, end. Yeah, and then hanging era. out with them, yeah. then we went into playing Rock Band or whatever like is Ooh, that what it is or Guitar yeah. Hero? Yeah. I don't know which one yeah. was it. Rock Band. Rock, rock Band. band. Yeah. yeah, and then the friends, the yeah. singing one where you sing. Yes. And, yeah. yeah, so uh, we had the well, rock uh, dance revolution and all that right. stuff. Oh my goodness! Yeah, okay. yeah. It was. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't SingStar. It was the hip hop joint. Led oh Def man! Jam. Yeah, that's the right. Def Jam joint. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was. It was like Icon. No, was it? No, Icon? no. It was. It was a Def Jam. It was. Yeah, the it, w- it was one of the Def Jam ones. I thought right. it was Icon, but no, uh, I don't think it was called Icon. Okay. Uh, yeah, I gotta. I gotta look it up. But, uh, but wow. yeah, we we definitely played. Uh, um, we definitely played that where we <laughs> we we uh, a memorable moment was us doing uh, Mary J and Method All I Need. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Kristen, Kristen, Def Jam Rap Star was what it rap was called. Rap Star. Yes. Yeah. yes. Def Jam Rap Star. And uh, Kristen has a, she does a mean Method Man impression. So. Also, uh, she was doing meth. Right. right. No. Nah, she. <laughs> you all i can be i'll be there for you no no i i really love those games because yeah. you like you can know nothing about games i feel like and still enjoy guitar hero rock yeah. band mm-hmm. like i i discovered yeah. so many songs that are like classics but just because I didn't grow up listening to a lot of that kind of music. I wasn't as familiar with like absolutely the Rolling Stones and right. you know these really huge groups that I just didn't have that much interaction with. I kind of fell in love with them through right. Guitar Hero and absolutely. Rock Band. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I really like those songs. That that must have been really cool to like connect with with each other over well, uh, you know over those. Things. Yeah, that and I. That's how I got to know his friends. I mean, like I. Just watching them, they'd all play. They'd all play, and I would just sit and watch. And eventually, I had to have fun with them, so I gave in and I did it, and it was fun. So nice. I like playing infectious. Those yeah, exactly. And speaking of speaking of infectious fun, I think that what what I really found unique was, especially uh, once once we brought an Xbox One into our home, uh, that Kristen she was never openly she's never really openly antagonistic against video games except for when she wants to watch tv or spend time with me and i'm spending time you know playing some game um but one of the things that i think uh, that i've really enjoyed is watching her pick up the controller in her off time and picking up and start playing games on her own you know just completely independent of me um, so like, uh, Kristen, why don't you talk about some of the games that, that you do enjoy playing today? Like that, that you'll wind up playing. Well, 
I'm not really good with the names, but I'm the one with the unicorn or the horse, the ping pong one. <laughs> right, Peggle what, 2. Yes, that is my oh, favorite. Is awesome. I love That's playing that game because I can win. I always do really good. <laughs> and I get I hit all the balls or right. the little things or whatever, but I get them all. I hit all the balls, title of this episode. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's my that's my title. absolute favorite game. But the what was the other one? The lo- the kitty cats love one? Oh yeah, yeah. So Lovers in a Dangerous Space. Oh time. yeah, that yes. is a great game. It's yes. a great game. Yes. That is a great game. Yeah. And then we yeah. went through couples therapy and we did overcooked. Yes. Is that what oh, it's called? A, yeah, that's yes. I feel yes, like that, that's a stressful that was, game. That yeah. is. And it's for couples, it's couples therapy. It I really have never is. Yelled, it teaches you. I don't yeah, I don't think I've outside of a game like Mario Kart. I don't think I've ever yelled at my friends louder than Overcooked. <laughs> yes. Like mean yell. Like, right. what are you doing? Cut the fucking steak. Cicero made me cry. <laughs> he that did. He made cry. me cry one time. I was so upset because he kept yelling at me. I started crying. I was too stressed out. Like, I can't yell. play this game anymore. Yeah, once you start getting to those levels where, like, I remember the one that made me so mad that I literally had to stop was there's a level not too far in where there's only a width for one character to go through. So, uh-huh. like, so like oh, it's like yes. a square, but, like, yes. you can't keep right. switching around. So, right. like, you have to rotate the stations, and right. if you miss it, you got to go all the way back around. Yes. And, oh, my God, we just kept messing up. and. Right. I got so mad that I like, literally <laughs> had to put the controller down and like take a walk. Like, <laughs> like, I think Cicero would, and I ended up in arguments most of the time. He was like, you don't know how to communicate. Talk to me. And I can't talk because I'm focused. I'm trying to do yeah. something. I can't communicate with them. And I'm just like, ah, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> then we played with the kids. Then it was all of us as a family. That was a whole other story. Roger and him yeah. got it down. I think Amelia actually did pretty well. She did better than me. Overall, they did better than me. That game was hard. Yes, it's a tough game, right. but but it it is very very like rewarding though. Right. Yeah. Once it's all clicking, it's yes. like super rewarding. Right, yes. and I and I, th- I think that's that is one of the things that I that I've really enjoyed uh, being being part of this family is us coming together at game time. And, you know, so uh, like, you know, uh, Kristen is the parent of of uh, teenagers ostensibly and, and and I'm I'm the stepdad of, of teenagers and, and we'll, you know, we'll sit around and, and talk about, oh, you know, uh, Kristen and I will be in the living room and we'll be watching TV and we'll be spending time and the kids will come in. And especially as they get older, they don't want to spend any time with us. Um, but one of the the one of the things that they'll do is as play games like overcooked we'll say oh hey guys let's play overcooked tonight and and everyone genuinely gets excited and that's that's cool. really great yeah it's really really great yeah that's uh, that's like literally like replacing like you know monopoly and sorry exa- and that exactly. stuff from when exactly. we were kids yeah. right exactly. and jackbox and, and all those games yes are, there right? you go and that's 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 the other th- the other games that we play and and you know anyone who's who's listened to the show over over the years knows my love for the, uh the jackbox party pack games and and the reason that i love them is that they're immediate party games that everyone can play that they you know you don't have to be a uh quote-unquote hardcore gamer in order to enjoy um and i love the fact that uh we all get to play them 
And uh, yeah, Kristen's Kristen's actually pretty good at the Jackbox games. Nice. Yeah. I like well, that one. They... I'm not good at Monopoly though. You dominate Monopoly. You buy everything. You don't share. No man. It's typical. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out here like Trump. You know? <laughs> Yo, you're trumping it up. Yeah, I'm trumping it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I make the best deals. My deals are incredible. <laughs> I like, need no a one chance can... card. Right. right, right exactly. <laughs> I will not go to jail. I, I can't go to jail. Chance. It's impossible. <laughs> right. Right. If you send me to jail, it's a witch hunt. It's a oh. terrible witch hunt. Um, yeah, so like, uh, so, um, I, you know, I've found recently, Kristen, that that you've been interested in playing games more and more. And, and what is it about the games that we've played or what is it about gaming that that has been attracting you to, you know, wanting to pick up the controller? Or is it just that you want to spend time with me or is it all of those things? It has nothing to do with you. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I spent enough time with you, right? Oh, right, right on, right yeah. on. Um, no, I, I don't know. I think they're. I think it's fun. I think it's fun, and I like doing it because it challenges me. Because I'm not good at it. I remember try getting Roger to try to teach me how to play one of the fighting games, and I, I could not get it. So, mm-hmm. doing the other stuff that are more those simpler games, and then kind of going to different levels and stuff. I like then it's more fun. It's more it seems like okay, I could if I can accomplish this game, then I could probably do a harder game. So, yeah. I think it's just fun. Mm-hmm. And it's fun yeah, doing yeah. it with you guys too, with you and oh. the kids and Cool. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, no, I I, th- I think that's great and like, you know, as like someone that's not a parent, like that's always like my kind of dream is like if I have kids like uh, you know, like 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 maybe they'll want to do the same hobby I do. And like, I think a lot of parents think that, right? Like they're, I always hear from my friends that there's this pressure, like you don't want to make like mini me's that only like what you like, but at the same time, you kind of want to do things that, that, you know, that both of you can enjoy together. Um, so, so I think that, that that's cool that like you two can share, you know, like, like a hobby that you enjoy like together without them, like with them. I think, I think that's awesome. And, and it really does, make me think of, you know, when my family will get together and play like trouble and mousetrap and, you know, and like all that kind of stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wonder, um, kind of openly, we haven't actually, we haven't talked about this. One of the things that, uh, um, when the first season of the walking dead telltales, the walking dead came out, uh, one of the, one of my favorite pastimes was playing the episodes with, with the kids, uh, with the twins and, and having kind of like a choose your own adventure where basically they're watching a story and we're playing, you know, as I'm playing the game. That's uh, cool. Yeah. I, I wonder Kristen, if I could introduce you to some of those narrative based games and if you'd be interested in playing, I've, did you, did you I, watch me play uh, yeah. walking dead? Some of those, I would watch it like it was a television show. <laughs> what you played so you know like it was just like oh what are you gonna do next and it was like watching tv that's what it was like yeah yeah but yeah i mean making i it was i think it was it was one of those i think it was walking dead or something like that with the um that i watched and i thought was really Mm -hmm. interesting i mean it was enough to make me sit and watch it watch it while you did it right now what do you think about actually playing i'd play it i don't see why i wouldn't Okay. All yeah. Right. So, I think, you know, I mean, it'd be fun. 
and then I could make decisions, probably better ones than you did. <laughs> um, almost, almost certainly. Yeah, yeah, almost and, certainly. and and the cool thing is that there's like a whole genre of those right. games that you could right. open yourself to. They're called like like a point and click adventure, right? Games, and they have like a long history of games from yes. you know for, for like decades. Right. Yeah, I played yeah. that one on the phone. Remember the one you had me? Oh yeah, that's right. We played Lifeline together. Oh sweet. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah that was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to. Uh, the daily departed unconsolable um right and uh yeah they were the ones who who uh they had a great interview with the one of the developers of of the game lifeline and uh that was what made me buy the game and i started playing it and immediately told Kristen, go ahead and buy this game in fact i think i just bought it and told her here you know i bought the game for you and when we played and like we spent that entire weekend completely obsessed with making sure that Taylor was, uh, yeah. Taylor was safe. Yeah. Um, and you know, through everything that we did, like we went to the movies and while we were eating, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, we even yeah. finished it and then redid it again. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that is the one game that made me want a smartwatch. Hmm. Like, because I was always thinking, like, how cool would it be to be checking this out on my watch? You know, <laughs> like I usually tend to think that like smartwatches are like kind of like I don't really see the point of them. Right. But but like with that game, I was like, man, I want a smartwatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was a, it was a fantastic game, and I, I think that uh, you know uh, w- one of the reasons that I wanted to have Kristen on the show was uh, not only to um, share share with with you guys with with Bricago, um someone that's very very important to me but also um kind of talk about and illuminate her story from going from being uh an, you know really a complete non-gamer to someone who has in you know this late in life yeah not late in life but, <laughs> but like i'm 60 you know, but right 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 well 70 yeah. 80 right hey uh, look i'm not telling people how old you are thank you um, but 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 typically typically people's love for video games happen pretty early you know when they're when they're children uh people typically think of video games as something that you grow up with uh you 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 have an affinity for as as a youngster and continue that love and that passion throughout your life whereas i think that for you you're just starting to develop a an affinity for it and maybe it will become a passion later on and i think you know one of the really beautiful things about where you are now and where the industry is now is that there are so, the the breadth of games is is so diverse and is and is the 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 industry is maturing in such a way that you can find games that don't aren't intimidating to you like you know i don't understand the controller or it's going to be really stressful because you know there's so many different things that i need to understand and know before i you know before i can do a a certain thing um but you know now there are lots of games like lifeline uh you know like the telltale games where you can that stress that stress layer isn't there that barrier to entry isn't there and you can just enjoy the experiences um so I'm, I'm really excited to to be able to share that with with everyone. 
Um, and so thank you for being my guinea pig, sweetheart. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It was fun. Um, yeah, yeah, it is now, fun. It is not. It was. It is. Uh, ooh, look oh, at that right, tense! Right. Look at that tense yeah. correction. Right, Real time. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I had a scandal here. Okay, so so um, I'm really curious in your um, and like I hope this isn't going over the line, but I'll ask you <laughs> over the line, and we will edit the show. Right. Um, so in your previous relationships, did you have any video game experiences in those? No. They didn't play video games. Seriously. I don't think if they did, I didn't know they didn't do it around me or yeah, no, okay. no. Right. I mean, really it was just, you know, my brother when he was younger is, you know, I saw him play and then really my son, my son and then Cicero and yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I remember back before I think I was a little more confident. I used to hide it from, people yeah. i dated because i sure. thought that it would like scare them off or they wouldn't take me seriously they'd be like you oh know, he's I, so I, immature <laughs> yeah yeah like like uh, back in my early 20s and stuff you know right. i was like man i'm just gonna do this on my own time <laughs> and then act super hardcore like around her and she'll never know the difference <laughs> right you know um yeah yeah so 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 no, I've, i find that interesting because you know as gaming gets more mainstream it's almost more odd to not play a game and by games i'm including everything cell phone right. games browser you know browser games like it's almost it's it's i feel like you're almost more of a minority if you don't play some form of video game than than if you do right yeah well what do you think for the that? longest time i thought i was the only one who had a boyfriend that played all the time and it would drive me nuts and then i'd, I'd complain about it. everybody be like no my boyfriend plays all the time, and oh, they play all the time, and everybody plays video games. It's like, oh, okay. Well, then it's just not Cicero. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I don't even. I, I. What was the question? <laughs> I totally <laughs> lost track. Well, Sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I, I think I think that uh, it, it just goes back to to the further illustrate Reef's point that uh, that the people that are non gamers are more becoming the minority and it 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 doesn't necessarily we're we're getting to a point now in society where people are pretty open about their you know their video game their habits uh their video game habit and um you know maybe it's less so with the spouse of a video game player where they're talking about it until they start complaining about it and then they find out that oh you know their spouse isn't unique their partner isn't unique in in their in their love and their passion for video game playing um that in fact plenty of people do and right. you know and uh that i i think you know i think that's that's really great um so so you kind of either I, you either had to keep sitting on the sideline and complain about it or you just join in and have the fun look at that look at that all yeah. right yeah, I, I trained her well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, 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 uh, knowing what you know now, would you get into video games a little earlier? Like, uh, do you think as a teenager or or in college, maybe, or something like that? It's, especially back when like arcades were a big thing. Like, do you feel like that? Like that? Like you kind of missed out on something um, you know, when you were younger? Maybe, but I don't know. I mean, I. 
I had my kids when I was 20, so I didn't have time for playing video games, you know? Like, yeah. So I don't know that I would have really paid much attention back then. Maybe, maybe because I have the time now, like, and I have them to play it with and the kids to play it with and stuff like that. It makes it more fun. So I think that's what does it for me. I don't know that, I don't know if I would have played them earlier. I don't know if I would have put down, when I was a kid, put down my Barbie and played a video game. Or, you know, play dress up yeah. and makeup and hair over video. <laughs> you know, like, sure. I, I would have probably chosen all that stuff over the video game. I would have hmm. thought video games were too boyish. I mean, you could have done both. I know. I guess yeah. I could have. You I know. But they're not mutually exclusive. That is, that is so, Maybe if I so met Cicero younger, I would have. Oh, gosh. I don't know if we would have still been together, though. wild Cicero. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. You didn't nah. want to meet young uh, Hotep, uh, <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> young yeah. Hotep Cicero. Yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I like 20, the older Cicero. <laughs> right, yeah. 20-year-old 20, me would have told you to kick rocks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of love here. Don't worry. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, but yeah, the man is matured. He is, I he have is matured. matured. And I now have he matured. knows when he has yes. someone special. Absolutely. I've, yeah, I've absolutely. put him together well in the past seven years. There you go. <laughs> that is definitely yeah. one way. I have so developed yeah. him into a, a better man. Yeah, I take hey, credit. That's, is that okay, that's honey? All, that's what all great relationships sh- 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 should be, though. You should push Absolutely. each other to be better people. So Absolutely. Awesome. So, um, see, I, I have a I have a question for uh, you. Oh, how, okay. how do you how do you choose which games to introduce to not only to to um Kristen but like to, to to your kids as sort of a family game? Do you tend to look at specific genres? Do you kind of like experiment a bit? Like how does how does that go through your head? Well, I, I think it's I think it's a lot of those things. It's a little bit of column A, column B, and then column C, which is understanding the personalities of the people that you're dealing with. Um, so, so uh, you know, the first part is the genres. So, you know, if a game is family friendly or family oriented, um, that that definitely is the first. You know, that's the first inkling. Um, but then the second, cause you know, the, but you know, then the second part is, uh, talking about something that I talked about before, which is the barrier of entry to barrier to entry. So like if, you know, I'm not going to, if, if for some reason they had an E rated halo game that still had all of the, the halo controls, I'm not necessarily going to introduce that to Kristen because Kristen, you know, she, she knows the controller but doesn't know it well enough to be able to say, oh, okay, well, I've got to push down and then RB in order to, right. you know, select a grenade or, you know, whatever whatever the case may be. So, you know, you, you think about the barrier to entry um, and then the column C part of that is understanding the personalities. So um, I love trivia. I love, you know, I love geeky stuff like that. And Kristen's not necessarily... Uh, the biggest trivia fan, although we go to trivia every week. Shout out to Winner Winner Kitty Glitter, um, <laughs> our, our trivia team name. Um, but, uh, you know, she's not the biggest fan of trivia. So when it's time to play Trivial Pursuit, I'm not I'm not disappointed if I ask if she wants to play it and she says no or okay. um or uh, an even better game, you know, Trivia Pursuit is pretty straightforward in terms of its trivia, but uh, a game like, uh, you know, we talk about the Jackbox Party Pack, um, you don't know Jack. 
Uh, you don't know Jack is a is a really funny game. It's very irreverent. Uh, you know, they, it takes that trivia genre and turns it on its head a little bit. But if you're not a trivia person, if you're not someone who just has a bunch of useless information uh, stored in your head, those games, even though they present them in a very fun way, those games aren't fun for you because you don't feel like you can compete. And and you know, for the most part, like I'll get a, you know, I'll get her to try it once. Like, you know, Hey, try the Brussels sprouts. Don't can't say you, you don't like them until you try them once and I'll let her try it. And, and, you know, and I, I kind of, I, I, I sit, take that time to read, you know, read the room. And if, you know, if the room's not feeling it, then I, you know, then I dump it and, and mm. try something else. And we sound like a DJ, man. Yes. Read, yes. The room. read the room, man. Let um, me see how the music's going. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, see who's uh, vibing. Yeah. Right. Who's grooving. S- to the music um so yeah so uh when we um you know when we're sitting around in the house and and we're like oh what's going on or or if the the twins bring some friends over or if we have some friends over and we're all trying to kind of figure out exactly what what the the next thing that we're going to do is uh you know jackbox is definitely something that we'll pull out but we you know not necessarily uh you don't know jack um because, you know, it isn't necessarily for everyone, but we can play like, uh, you know, um, cri- uh, Fibbage or uh, the the trivia trivia uh, murder party. That one's that's fun. fun. That one's great. Yeah. 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 Well, in fact, actually, uh, New Year's Day, uh, you Reef, you came over with your your special person and. Uh, the four of us ate some ribs and and played some trivia murder party. Yeah. Some so, what, what did that we was have? my we best had, cooking. Oh, oh, oh my god, gosh. That was oh, so good. oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, yeah, if uh, if anyone in Chicago is happens to have the fortune of meeting me and Kristen, um, be be happy that you met me. Sure. But be very fortunate, especially <laughs> especially if we're at our home. Be very, very happy that you've met Kristen um, uh, because she is an amazing cook, an amazing cook. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, spoiler alert, we will most likely be playing that at our game night. Uh, That's right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. IRSVP, I will be there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, I mean, it is it's 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 a lot about understanding the people you're with and um spending as little time as you have to on the 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 mechanics of playing yes. a certain game you know so if you can if you can get them to accepting the fact that they want to play a game to playing the game as quickly as possible that is the level you know that's where you want to be that's the sweet spot in order to get them to enjoy it and really start to enjoy the pastime of gaming itself Mm-hmm. Would you agree, sweetheart? Yes. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well said. Yeah. Yes. And 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 um, Kristen, has there ever been a game that C was like really gung ho about, and was like, I think you'll love it, and like it just kind of fell flat uh, t- to you? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, Monopoly. Yeah, well, Trivial he, Pursuit. Pro- well, yes, the trivia games I I struggle with, and when he wants to play, I'm just like, why, why, why? We know I'm gonna lose, 
do you just want to torture me? Um, yes. that, the answer is yes. But no, I, I think <laughs> most of them, all of, I've liked most of them because it's been the Jackbox games, the Pego, or what, is that what it is? Pego? Pego. Peggle. 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 And yeah. then the, um, what was the game that we played with, um, Khalif and, um, his wife? Jill? Yes. We, we played, when? Oh, yeah. Um, the, was, um, that one, it starts with yeah, a D. It, Wasn't it? It was Idarb, right? Oh, yeah, we played yeah. Idarb. That's right. We, we played, played Idarb. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to Mike Micah and, and Other Ocean, man. Yeah, and yeah. then we, and, yeah, and didn't we, also go to like the 42 yeah, lounge and watch them we went, play that game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We went, yeah we but um yeah no i i've liked all of them i mean i don't like to lose and so Ooh. cicero <laughs> likes to make sure he wins and he always has to be right so sometimes that's a struggle but it's still fun it's still fun Can be a struggle <laughs> yes. yeah no, no no that that is one of the reasons why i think it's hard to get some people into games because you know people can be naturally competitive right. and some games have steeper learning curves. There's literally some games you cannot have fun with unless you go through losing for hours sometimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, right. Roger and, one time tried teaching me how to, I think it was like battlefield or something. I could not right. get that control. I, I couldn't do the controller. I could not get it to work. I, I was dead in seconds. I mean, it was just like, I don't yeah. even know why we're trying this. And, and the reason I had him teach me how to play was to try to impress Cicero. Oh, how sweet! <laughs> how adorable! That's, Not successful. Is, I I am just learning this right now. That is super adorable. <laughs> and by impress, you mean invite him to a game by by just seeming I like I knew ass. what right. I was doing, or or at least knowing about the game. So it was not successful, though. It was not successful. I could not get Roger. Was just like enough. You're not. You're, this isn't for you. Right. Well, see, you, see, that's that's so tough though because, like, like I said, the learning curve is steeper for some people. Right. Some people might really enjoy something, but you have to know that break even point. Yeah. Like, right. When is it going to be more frustrating than it's worth the return that you'll get out of it? You know. Right. Yeah, we got about thirty, forty-five minutes in, and I think he had enough with me before right. I had enough. But I got to a point where I was like, I can't, I can't, I don't know how to use this controller, and. I sometimes I still don't know how to use the controller sometimes, but I, I I'm a lot better, I'm a lot better because I use it with the TV. I everything's goes through the Xbox now when we watch TV. I talk to the Xbox. And, uh, well, you know what? That's hey, a, that's Katana. Actually, right. That's that's a perfect that's a perfect segue. Thank you, sweetheart. I love we're simpatico um, because I, another thing that uh, was a. Um, a great door opener, a great kind of crash course in, in playing video games was was connect and has been connect um, both in uh, playing games here in the house or when we have parties, uh, you know, another game besides rock, Cent uh, rock central rock band uh, that we would play at parties was dance central. And, uh, you know, we'd have a great time playing those games and, you know, played it again here on on the on the Xbox one here at home uh, and use the connect. Now, since, um, you know, since the the console has been released and, and uh, you know, as everyone knows that I, I bought mine, I had a day one Xbox one and I still use my connect. But Microsoft has really shied away from 
um connect connects not i mean i don't even know if you can actually even buy one now yeah i think shied away is right, generous. right. They essentially discontinued it yeah yeah I, like I, I don't even think that you can buy one uh at retail now uh, so, so um and there you know there may be there are a few games like i know gears has some voice support um uh, there are a few games. Uh, Forza Horizon has voice support. Um, so there are games that still utilize voice, but nothing utilizes motion anymore. Um, how, Kristen, how, um, well, I, I, let me let me ask this very frank question. And uh, uh, Paris Lilly, pay attention. Um, how comfortable are you with using your voice with connect with Cortana? How um, comfortable am I? Yeah. Like how, how much do you enjoy uh, I, using it? If, if I enjoy it in, in Cortana knows I'm the boss. So <laughs> it turns on when I tell it to turn on, it goes to sleep. When I say go to sleep, it brings me to Hulu. When I want to go to Hulu, it, it does what I say. There are times that it does not listen to Cicero and will not respond. But she always responds to me. Nice. <laughs> yeah. She likes so, me. Yeah. So uh, do you think, uh, you know, and obviously this is, um, Cortana is one of the, or Cortana Connect was one of the first places where you you saw kind of ubiquitous voice controls for everything. And, and you know, as as the years gone, have gone on, you know, and I'm talking about Connect 1.0 and, and, you know, now we have uh, Connect 2.0, at least we still have it in our house. Uh, you know, Microsoft doesn't have it anymore. Um, but we, you know, we do have Cortana there. There has been this kind of adoption, this universal adoption of voice controlled assistance. Um, so, you know, you've got Alexa from Amazon. Uh, you've got Siri, obviously, on the iPhone, the Google Assistant on on the Android devices. And then Cortana with with the Microsoft suite of applications Uh is that something that you're looking forward to is is just being able to speak to your devices, speak to your what, you know, whatever your applications are and and telling them what to do. You know, wake me up at this time, set a reminder for this, uh, turn, turn the volume up, turn it down, turn the channels, do do that kind of stuff. Is that something that you've kind of grown accustomed to or are looking forward to seeing happen in the future with with your technology? Yeah, well, in the beginning, when you the first Xbox with the Kinect, right. it, it drove me nuts. I felt like whatever. But now the 360 or the Xbox One, the know, one that no we idea. have in our house. N- no, the one before that, the one. Okay, where, was that one? The well, in the beginning, one? in the beginning, when we first, when it all first mm. came out, it was frustrating and it okay. wasn't fun to use. Okay. Now, I've gotten so used to it that. I wish I could tell everything what to do <laughs> and not have to push a button. I could just tell it what to do. But, you know, Cortana is now family. So, <laughs> and she gets When's- moody too sometimes and doesn't want to listen. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, well I'm, I mean, if you move to one of those smart homes, you can wire Cortana. Yeah, that would be the lights, awesome. The- fridge the the doors the alarm when i worked at motorola they had a smart home setup it was so cool so cool yeah. tell it what yeah. temperature you wanted tell it to make coffee i mean everything it's awesome right. well that would be ideal 
Right. <laughs> Honey, become rich. We need to make okay. this happen. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Yeah. Hey. The Patreon is. Uh, so <laughs> um, so I, I, I want to ask this question and, you know, I don't I, I'm not even sure how to phrase it, but but. Uh, people don't seem to understand um, week in and week out that the life of a podcaster not only affects them, you know, spending time researching what you're going to talk about, uh, gathering guests, making sure all that stuff is together and doing, doing that stuff. But they, but the, what they also probably don't realize if they, if they're not doing is, is how much it impacts your family. Um, how has me doing this over the last three and a half, almost four years uh, impacted you and and you know the family at large how does you know how has your routine changed what you know what are some of the challenges that you that you face as being the the partner of a of a podcaster well for us i think it's just that one day that one night a week we pretty much schedule around you and i have to watch tv with headphones on and it's it's a little just you know whatever but it's um yeah, we just have to, it's more just scheduling around you. It hasn't really, like, I think it's great. Sometimes I listen to you guys. I'll, you know, I can sit and listen with the door open, know what you guys are talking about. And believe it or not, I follow everybody now. I feel like I know everything. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's, it, it's not that big. I think it's more exciting to see you guys do this and watch you guys, um, keep getting better bigger and better and yeah i don't know it hasn't it's not a huge impact though sorry oh all right well there you go yeah 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 my my uh girlfriend she sometimes like refers to it as like the weekly like bromance right (laughs) well yes yes there i would agree with her on that you know what i'm saying Like, like i'm here laughing and talking about stuff and so like uh whenever i hear her explaining it to her friends she's like yeah i mean they get on like uh once a week and they bro it up they yes. enjoy themselves <laughs> you know what i will agree with her and that reminds me how sometimes i'm told oh we'll only be two hours yes. six yeah. hours later and i'm like really yeah. and i just right. give up and i go to bed i can't wait yeah, up any I, longer or i'm like I, why haven't you guys started yet? Oh, because they have to talk to each other and and yep. tell each other how yes. much they love each other for an hour, and then they get started, <laughs> oh and then they got to talk about exactly, it again when it's over. You sound exactly like my girlfriend. You sound like like Laura right now. I love Laura. <laughs> I, I I just gave up on giving her time limits. I just said nine till right. Right, right. Nine till right. no, you just say this is when we're starting. Who cares when yeah. you're ending? Nine I right. just I don't even I don't plan on seeing Cicero till the next morning. Yep, that's, yep, there it is. Exactly, there it is. Yeah, that's I mean that's good stuff. It, it is, uh, and that's great info. Um, and and like you said, you are you're following all of us on on Twitter. Um, do you want people to follow you on Twitter? And talk about, uh, you know, so they can interact with you and talk about your crazy ramblings and, and all the different things that you're doing with your life. That would be lovely and all, but I don't really use Twitter like that. Like, oh. I, I'm not on there enough. Like, I go and see what you guys are doing and then I'm like, oh, neat. And I'll retweet. But I never really post or never tweet anything. But what if they want to follow you on Twitter? People would be bored. 
<laughs> that's right. You're you're living that Snapchat life. You be snapping. That's that's your life. <laughs> I have Snapchat for my children. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. It's for my children. Yeah, you are. That's how they communicate yeah. with me when they're at college through yeah. Snapchat. <laughs> so I'm not joking. So, they really do. Yeah. So I I went to a uh to a friend's birthday party that's like uh, t- turning 30 Mm -hmm. and she had a custom snapchat filter that she created for her party for the party and i literally didn't even know what she was talking about i didn't even know what she was talking about i was like i don't even know what you're even talking about so Uh, she went i I don't that's that's next level yeah yeah like so she created her own thing with the crowns and words that said happy birthday you know and and like all these people were like doing snapchat with this filter on it and i was like man technology is like like i used to be the man homie not like you know right, I mean? right and here i am at halloween i i take a cardboard and make a snapchat picture that's yeah, about as right. hey, that was dope about as yeah. good as it gets for me i wouldn't even yes. know how to do that that's amazing so, though so, so you you still have to teach us because i feel right. like i i got pissed off the last time i really tried to use it because I'm so used to there being like a history of conversation. Oh, okay. so, so, so I was talking to like somebody and I went back and I was like, wait a minute. Why is my message deleted from a day ago? And it's just, that's just how it is. And I was like, man, like I, don't, I just, I just, I need my history. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Right. I'll, I yeah, mean, I know I'll some things, but not everything. It's, but yeah, I do. You could save, you could save some, you can save conversations. You just got to press down on it can you? and it saves. Yeah. I save them and with like, my daughter. And like, you can only view a video like twice. Like you can only replay it once. I'm like, what, what is up with these limitations? I don't understand. You gotta use your memory, son. No, F my memory. <laughs> right. Like my memory is supposed to be offloaded to the cloud. Okay, right. I'm, not, I'm not supposed to have to rely on my brain. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's fun. It's a fun. It's a fun little thing to do, and I do it with my niece. And like, my sister will have my niece come on and do little Snapchats, and they, and you know, they do the little short videos and stuff. So yeah, but yeah, it. it I don't. I don't do it like. like these young girls these young yeah. kids not girls but just young generation uses it like i don't use it like that yeah 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 because because like if if your kids are 20 i mean the kids that are younger than your kids like they're the right. ones that are doing like the really really just yes <laughs> advanced stuff i mean it's 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 good to see you know that things are always advancing and you know and like we are kind of you know, like, like, you know, like I see and I were like talking about on the last show, we are out of that core <laughs> dynamic where, you know, that 18 to 35 where like where everything is catered to you and made to you and you're kind of the expert on it. Like we are out of that. So yes. it's like things happen and like and like we're like, what? <laughs> I know. It's like yeah, you're, right, exactly. you're like, what technology are you using now? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like I had this kid almost make fun of me because I told him that like I had a blog. He was like, "What?" <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, "What, what? are you fifty? Like, oh my right. god! People have blogs. <laughs> yeah, blogs. People have to read. I mean, did that right. come out with the printing press? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. right. I mean, that 
That joint is mad black and white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. So yeah, things uh, thing, things are moving. So no, I'm I'm like really happy that like you can do the Snapchat thing with, with your kids. So that's. I mean, I I just like that. Like both of you guys seem to be really good at embracing technology to connect with people from video games to Snapchat and stuff. Like you're really using it to increase engagement with your kids. And I, I hear from a lot of other parents that have a lot of trouble, like connecting with their kids, you know, and, and while I'm sure that like, that like you guys have challenges, I mean, it's not all roses for any parent, but like, I think it's cool to, to like, see that you're willing to engage with these mediums to, you know, to form a, a stronger like relationship. I think that's really cool. Oh yeah. 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 I, uh, and, Oh, go ahead, sweetie. Oh, no, I was just saying, I mean, that's pretty, yeah, I communicate mostly in all social media with the the twins, and I think it helps, and they're very, you know, that's what they use. You got to kind of work with their level. You got to work with what they're using in order to get the communication you're looking for. All right. Well, you know what? In order for us to get the communication we're looking for, um, we're going to take a little break. And uh, let you communicate with some of our friends. And, uh, you know, uh, we're having great conversations with my partner, Ms. Kristen Keipel. She's explaining so much. And I hope you guys are learning so much about my dynamic because she is dynamic and Bricago is dynamic. And we'll be right back after this. What's up, y'all? This is Israel Adana J. I'm on Spawn on Me, Bricago. It's the hottest show. Make sure you stay tuned in. Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm Dave Fenoy, and I want to say I'm really into the Spawn on Me podcast, and I know it sounds like you're going to get something on you that needs to be washed off, but no, really, it's it's not like that. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is DMC in a place to be, the greatest MC in history, and the only place for me to ever be is right here with Spawn on Me. Rock! And welcome back to the Spawn on Me podcast, episode 164 where we have been talking to the amazing, the incomparable, the unbelievably gracious Miss Kristen Keipel um, about uh, her journey into uh, her foray into video games, talking to her about being a parent, her love of Peggle (laughs) 2. And, uh, and, and, you know, all things Snapchat and, you know, why that's, why it's so important. Uh, so, uh, another thing that's important here is video games and an important thing happened today, uh, in the world of video games. And that was the announcement of destiny Two. Destiny to Destiny to um, I I, yeah. I I must say I was a little disappointed that they didn't have a little tagline for it. I I'm right. like a little subheading, you know what I'm saying? Destiny to the, the you know, like the reclamation of light or something like that. I don't know. I, right, I, right. I kinda like my sequels to have like, you know, like Terminator Two a subtitle. Like Judgment right. Day or something like that. Right. Yeah. You wanna you want an electric boogaloo too. Yeah. It. it needs an electric boogaloo. Yeah. Um and so so there was a there was a lot of stuff that really that came out today uh you know b- before before today we we got a teaser trailer with uh Nathan Fillion um playing his character Cade 
where he's talking to a bunch of people outside. It looked like, you know, it was away from the Citadel. Again, if you're, if you're a uh, destiny player, if you're familiar with the game, you kind of know what the, the main kind of gathering places, the Citadel with lots of different rooms, but this trailer was the tower. Mass effect. Citadel. (laughs) Citadel. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yes, the tower. Um, I just, yeah, I guess I kind of automatically call it the Citadel, but yes. <laughs> so the tower, yes. Uh, so, uh, 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 you know, obviously I'm, I'm less, <laughs> less affiliated and, uh, know the game less than I thought I did. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so one, you know, one of the things that, that was interesting about the teaser trailer was that instead of being at the tower where there are all of these rooms and, and, you know, one of the the main quest givers is Nathan Fillion's character, Cade. Um, he was, you know, on the ground somewhere talking to a bunch of people and it, you know, it didn't really look like a, uh, a place that was well kept. And he's kind of telling the story and, and you know, you, then it's interspersed with a couple of scenes from, you know, of, of gameplay footage. Um, what we learned today uh, was that in destiny two, uh, the cabal, the 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 guys that were uh, really popular on Mars, get your ass to Mars. Um, that were popular on Mars <laughs> um, were have come to Earth and they have attacked the tower and have uh, essentially destroyed it and and captured the traveler who grants all of the guardians your characters as you play their powers. So everyone has lost their powers and this is their, and we've lost the ability to see the light. And, and as reef said, your goal in this game is to reclaim your ability to see the light, AKA ergo reclamation of the light, destiny Two, reclamation of the light, which is what it should have been named forever will be called destiny Two, reclamation (laughs) of the light. Um, so yeah, so I think uh, we we got to see uh, we got to hear a lot about the story. We got to hear a lot about the the single player, how there was going to be single player focus. We we got to hear a lot about how they're not going to try and leave players behind, and and we got some details about how multiplayer is going to work. Reef, uh, uh, you know, I was a Destiny fan, um, but not the biggest one here on the show. Um, as a bigger Destiny fan, what did you think of of the reveal today? Yeah, so I am. I do consider myself a fairly large Destiny fan. I wouldn't say I'm the hugest of the huge, um, but I did do all the content. Um, I have, you know, I mean, the game's been out for three years. I've done all the raids, all the strikes. I've, I've pretty much done everything that the game has to um, offer. Um, and I like also went and I looked up my, uh, total game time on the destiny app. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want you to guess this real. What, what, what is my total game time <sighs> in destiny In in hours in days in days. Okay. Uh, I would say six days, 18 hours, 32 seconds. Pretty, pretty, pretty close. Seven days. Eight hours. So just so you guys understand, this is seven consecutive days nonstop. If you add up all the time I've played this game, this is a week straight without sleeping, without doing anything. So, like, 
so like uh, this is you know this is you know t- t- 24 hours times seven so like 168 right. hours of the game right. Right. Um, over over three years. I mean, it's a really great game. It's a game that can, you know, that if if you find the right squad, you can really right. really play a lot. But I know a lot of people didn't find the right squad, and they shared a number that said over fifty percent of people that played this multi million dollar selling game never tried a raid, which is sort of the like premier content that has sort of the best that the game has to offer. Um, right. So one thing that they really try to do with, uh, with the sequel was make sure that more people can play everything, you know, and they didn't do that by making it easier, which I'm kind of happy about. It seems like that they're still keeping that challenge, but they really um, are really trying to fix the fact that it can be hard to get together the um you know like the five other people that you need to do to do these like raids so they basically enabled a mode in the game called guided games where you can essentially as a solo player or as a uh, small fire team which you know is is like a group of like three uh, people can you do that? Can you do? Because that was one thing that I missed in in the uh, in the live stream where they specifically talked about a fire team. You know, two or more people. Yes. Looking for so you're 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 right. They did not explicitly say it, but I'm I've 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 seen enough from the rumor mill that that you can do it with with, with a fire team. That I I. I believe it. I think it would be odd for them to do it just for solo players because there's plenty of people that only play with like two, but they still haven't done that content. So if they really want to do what they said, which is everyone have a chance, then I think they would have to open it up to like fire teams. But essentially what it means is that if you can't get this large uh, group, it'll connect you with existing clans um, and they'll list like their specifications and, and the kind of tone, if, if it's an adult group, if it's a casual group, if it's like a hardcore, you better have every every piece of armor in the game kind of group, you know? So right. they're really trying to make it easy yes. in-game for you to be able to link up and do like sort of the most challenging content, which I think is great. I mean, I think it's something that they've really needed. Um, there's wow. been a lot of kind of third-party kind of solutions um, over the past three years of the first game, but you know, obviously, those are all on your web browser outside of the game to um, right. to uh, tr- try to find people um, to um, connect to uh, to uh, do like the raids and the nightfalls, which are like uh, very, which are like very very difficult versions of the strikes, but they give you really good loot and they and and they only happen on a weekly basis and you pretty much need three people that are all you know fairly high level to like uh, do it um so um yeah and and as as uh you mentioned see they're really trying to make a more story focused campaign um as much as i loved destiny um the original vanilla destiny had a terrible story um, and that story is what I think disconnected a lot of people from the game and they didn't even bother to hang around for the, for, for the rest of the content, which did improve on the story considerably, but, but, but they still never really knocked it out of the park all the way. 
Um, right. And they kind of put a lot of the story on these cards that they called gr- gr- Grimoire cards that kind of had all the right. deep lore and that kind of stuff. But that lore, you know, because they took it out of the game, like the kind of story that was actually presented in the game felt very like disjointed and it felt like it was missing a lot of cohesive parts to it. Um, so they promised to kind of front load all that stuff, put it in the game, use like more cinematics, um, right. you know. Um, and I'm particularly excited because I tend to want to play everything on my PC and destiny was the one game that really drove a lot of my PS4 kind of usage. And it was, it it, it was one of the reasons I bought a PS4 because I tried, you know, I played the original destiny demo on my PS3 and I was like, you know, I have to play this on the best machine that I can. And there was a deal at GameStop where I could basically trade in the PS3 with all my games and get, a free PS4, so I kind of did that. Um, so I definitely want Destiny on the PC. They've already said that it's going to be uncapped frame rate, um, right. so, so like it'll be sixty frames a second. It, they, right. they like advertise text chat as like one of the the, right. the uh, yes. features, which is hilarious to me. Right. Um, right. And like you know, I mean, it like supports up to four K, but like I don't have that beast of a machine that can really run like 4k in like 60 frames a second. So I prefer to just run it in the 1080 stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just excited because, you know, um, destiny is, is a game that I've wished was like on the PC from the beginning. Um, and like, and like now like that is there, there's hopefully going to be a ton of mods. There's going to be a great, community out there of like with that custom content um and you know and like you know just like being kind of like leaning in front of my like monitor with my foot what my headphones on seems to me like a better fit for this game um which you know is it's not technically a massively multiplayer game but it does share a lot you know um right. of uh characteristics with like you know with the sure. uh, with the wows and uh, that kind of stuff right. and that's actually right. another big piece of news that they shared is that the distribution of the pc version will be exclusively through blizzard's battlenet um oh, really? so they're skipping valve steam um right. and obviously obviously they're not doing origin or like anything like that right. so right. microsoft so, games or xbox yeah. games so uh, store whatever. yeah so like this is the first non-blizzard game to be on battle.net my guess is that um blizzard it is giving them a better deal because valve takes i think about 30 percent of any of the revenues of a game that you sell on steam reef reef yes it's Activision. They're the same company. Oh yeah. So that's yeah, actually a good so point. Like, I, I you know yeah. what? I didn't even think about that. Uh, okay, so then may, maybe I'm. Yeah. Maybe, so yes, you are right. I'm, they are getting. Yes, a better they are deal. getting a better deal. You know, I didn't even make <laughs> that job. connection. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's quite. Uh, you know, not to derail that, but it is. It is quite funny how. Activision Blizzard is this one company, but you almost never associate the fact that the the makers of Destiny and Call of Duty are the same makers of Overwatch and World of Warcraft. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like something that I almost disconnected my brain 
you know right. so um right. yeah yeah so uh, so yeah then then like it's pretty obvious why they skipped us uh, demon <laughs> because like they don't want to be like giving up right. that like money and like blizzard has obviously great fan support um their games are almost universally loved um and you know that's just a great you know i prefer battlenet to steam because steam has become really? kind of a bloated mess of right. what it used to be right, um sure. and frankly i deal with steam now because i have to you know be mm-hmm. because that's really the only place that you can get a lot of the big triple a games um right. you know so so yeah i think that like that was a huge announcement even though as you said it does make sense since it is the uh, same company but um just to have this like large game that's you know not a ea or like a ubi game so like it's not going to be on like you right. play or like origin to like see a game like that skip steam entirely i think is is a uh, huge um right. and yeah i just can't can't wait cannot wait at all so i i've got a question for you you know obviously you you've you've already made your decision about uh what platform you're going to decide to play the 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 uh the sequel on um is there was there any trepidation was there any time um spent contemplating whether or not you were going to continue uh on the PlayStation 4 since you had spent a week of a week plus of game time uh, playing the game on the PlayStation Four and and generating that network that building that community for yourself for that game. Yeah, I, or you just said fuck it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, this is where I'm at, yo. <laughs> Come see me. I definitely did think about it, but most of my gaming community is on the PC in general. Sure. Um, and because they did not mention anything about characters transferring over or like right. any kind of sharing. I'm going to assume they didn't say that cause it's not happening and they didn't want right. to because I figured if it was happening, it would be a positive and they would have mentioned it. Right. Um, so the fact that I feel like you're going to start over regardless of what platform you're on, because you know, right. it's a new game. They destroyed like the tower and the vault and the light. So you right. literally have nothing from the first game. Um, I think they said that the only thing that you can import is kind of like the the actual like look of your character because they are using right. the same classes. Um, right. But the character creator in Destiny was so basic that it doesn't really matter to me. Sure. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, but to be honest, I might. I'm I'm considering getting it on both. Yeah. Um, as I have gone back and forth with whether I should get Overwatch on. PS4 as well because most of my friends that play Overwatch, I see them on the console, and like, right. I'm like, man, is there a huge difference between playing it on the computer and the Xbox or the PlayStation. game consoles? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think, I mean, I'm so no, I don't know. I just no, like, do you play with the remote control on a computer like you would on a so, schooler, son? Yeah. Schooler. So, uh, so uh, you can. Um, so like all modern PC games are compatible with either an Xbox or a PlayStation controller. So like I could hook up a controller and, and like I could play the games on the PC the same way that like I would on the console, but I prefer to play with the keyboard and mouse because it's traditionally the way that you've played 
that I've played PC games for like decades at this point. And there's definitely a stronger learning curve to it, I think, than um, learning a controller. But like once you get it, you kind of get this level of uh, precision um, that you can't really get on a controller. So like in terms of like how fast I can aim and like react to things and like turn and like I move around, um, I find it much easier to do that on a PC than on on a controller on a uh, console. Um, the other big difference is like, just, you know, when like, uh, you're gaming on a PC, you know, like you can build your own PC, you can add components to it. Um, so like you can kind of customize your PC and get games that, that look and run better than they do on the console. Um, so I prefer to like, I do that because every time I upgrade my computer, even my older games look better, you know, so I can go back and like play a game that I couldn't run at maximum kind of settings. And like, it actually looks, looks a better, which only recently has been kind of introduced in the console space with the PS4 pro, um, and the upcoming Scorpio as well. So don't you mean the Xbox one infinite, <laughs> the Xbox one <laughs> info Rorpio. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, um, that was a that was actually a really great question and and objectively Kristen that the controlling controlling a game uh, especially a first person shooter like Destiny uh with the the keyboard and mouse objectively is better uh in terms of precision um than than playing with playing with on a controller even if you are playing uh that same game on the uh on the PC with a controller you're going to be better with the keyboard and mouse than you will be with the controller. You'll be more precise. Um, so uh, a couple of interesting things that, that I took away from it. Um, uh, first thing I want to mention reef is that they were very, very specific about the fact that um, this sequel will is it puts everyone on an even playing field. None of your stuff will carry over. There isn't uh, you know, there isn't going to be character progression or uh, uh, um, character retention outside of the basic, you know, look of your character. Um, and that was, I think that was something that was very important to, to Bungie and very important to Activision when they were making the sequel to make sure that they're not alienating uh, potential new new customers, especially since they're introducing the game on to a whole new platform. Right. Uh, on the PC. So I think that was a very important thing for them to do. Um, the other thing is that they've, they, it looks like they've leaned very, very heavily into the single player experience and into, um, providing this, uh, cinematic, uh, experience for, for the, for the game player so that they can really get involved in the story. And, you know, that was the, probably the biggest knock, against the game um, over, you know, over the two, three years that, that the, the game has been out is that the story was, was for the most part, non, you know, completely non-existent. Um, another thing that, that I would say is something that you kind of brought up. Now I wasn't the biggest destiny player um, and, you know, the biggest destiny fan, not, not even that I wasn't the biggest destiny fan. Cause I, you know, I'm definitely a fan of the game. I really love the game. I thought it was fantastic for the time that I was playing it. Um, but the game is impactful on a social level and they, they really spent a lot of time, um, highlighting that. 
And the game was so impactful at on a social level that I, too, thought about last year with Destiny, buying Destiny on, you know, again, you know, no secret. My primary gaming console is the Xbox One, um, but buying it on the PlayStation 4 so that I could play with you and Ka and Paris and, and you know, and and even even. uh Peter Toledo, Pete Rock from Gamertag Radio, who primarily plays on his Xbox One when he's playing console games, bought Destiny on his PS4 so that he could play with you and Ka and Paris um, and all of those people. So, it, it, you know, like my friends are playing on on the PS4. My friends are also playing on the Xbox One. And if you want to play with both of them, you think about getting the game on both systems. It, the game is just that engaging. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'm dubious, as you guys, as you may remember, as we, we had our predictions for, for the upcoming year. I, I said that Destiny 2 will release this year, but it won't like they won't be able to grab lightning in the bottle uh, again. Um with with destiny 2 i am not ready to walk that back i think that there is a lot of excitement and a lot of buzz and there were some really good things that you heard out of that and you know and i also want to say before i before i get on to you know some quasi negatives or some some things that i that i you know i'm questioning um i want to say in terms of the impact that this game has had on the console market um Xbox, uh, Xbox as a as a company, or you know, Microsoft as a company, Xbox as a brand, Xbox as a user experience, fundamentally changed as a result of Destiny, and, and you know, mm-hmm. and it's no secret that uh, Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, um, has probably put as many hours into Destiny as you have, probably much, much more. Um, I think I think I've heard somewhere that he's got either three or 600 hours in, in into Destiny. So he's a huge Destiny player. But, uh, you know, a big new feature over the last year on the Xbox has been looking for groups. So, you know, for those players that were playing Destiny on the Xbox, they didn't have to go to an outside app. That's cool. To find a group of people to play. And, and now, uh, you know, what Activision has done, what Bungie has done, uh, with with Destiny Two is is essentially um, included that within the game with clan support with you know more than just a cosmetic thing where you have a tag in front of your name where you actually have clans in the game and you can use those clans to group up with some other people that you know if you're down a person or if you need an extra person you can grab um, you know you can grab a, a random uh, as as we you know as we term it. And and bring them along to play, you know, in multiplayer or to play in the raid, to participate in the raid and, and do that kind of stuff. So they've really integrated that stuff directly into the game now. So you don't have to go outside of the game to look for groups and to find people to play together and then wind up going to the games. But the impact has already been felt um, from this game on on the you know on the console makers and when when they're designing the UI I know that Sony's had had talked about it uh, as well uh one of the things that I am dubious about is how well you know like you know kudos to them 
for in, uh, integrating this single player into into the game and into cinematic sing, single player into the game. I'm I'm curious to see how well that actually works in practice. Um, you know, because if you remember from the original Destiny, uh, when you go through the beginning missions and, you know, it's very, very basic and you're getting the story through these uh, disembodied voice overlays, transmissions as you're uh, walking through, you know, whatever locale that you happen to be walking through and you're either doing it solo or with a couple of friends. And usually when you're doing it with a couple of friends, you're not listening to that stuff that's going yes, on, exactly. you, you know, right. You're just, you're just shooting things. Um, so I wonder how well all of that stuff will work when you have a bunch of friends around. And, and you, you know, you're you're sitting and you're watching uh, either these cutscenes or they're trying to explain the story. Will it be will it have the impact that they intend for it to have? Um, the other thing that I thought was very, very curious um, is uh, that they've decided that they you know, they took the time to mention multiple times that multiplayer is 4v4 now across all game modes. Now, there were several game modes where you played uh, two versus two or three versus three. Um, but the big the big uh, main game modes uh, like Conquest were played six V six. So I, I wonder what it was that that made them decide to in you know in certain cases raise raise the number of people but in but in other cases lower it by you know by 25 percent um and, and you know i i wonder or 30 percent because i'm not good at math you you make math look, I'll let it look slide. good so I'll let it slide. all right thank you thank you very I'll much t- i'll tell um, you what i think it is um i think it's performance um, yeah. I think that they recognize that there's going to be this huge onslaught of PC players coming in. Um, right. They haven't mentioned if, you know, how the server thing like would work, right. because I know that for a PS4 and Xbox One, they didn't have dedicated servers. Um, right. They didn't mention that that would be on the PC as well. So when you're doing sort of a non-dedicated serving model, you know, bandwidth is even more at a premium. So I think that, that they found, especially with... Things like uh, Trials and Iron Banner, which are the more like the more competitive parts of the Crucible of the uh, PvP mode. I think they want to make sure that some of the connection issues that they were having, that they're very minimized because they're going to be bringing on, you know, a whole bunch of other kind of players. So I I think that was part of it. Um, I think the other part that which is the part that they'll probably talk about more is there looking for, you know, more team oriented play where like everyone is on the same page. So they want like smaller, leaner teams to make all, right. you know, cause like, uh, like the trials of Osiris, which was like sort of the main super competitive mode is, you know, it's, it's like three on three and, right. you know, it's just much easier to communicate and set up strategy when your teams are, are a little smaller. Um, right. So, like, that's kind of why I think that they wanted, like, a standard thing so that it's not something that you have to think about when you're going to the game mode. Because I'm sure that, like, there were, like, some people, like, oh, man, I 
all six of us kind of want to play so we can only do these game modes you know right right um now it's like hey i got four people we can do anything you know, so but what if you still have those six people? Then, hey, now then, what? Now you're fucked. Then, like, you draw straws. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You got to sit out. Right. You got next. You got to put a quarter up. Um, yeah. <laughs> put a quarter exactly. on your controller. Now, tape that quarter uh, on your TV monitor. Right. <laughs> Just, you know, I haven't scanned. <laughs> uh, hey, Cortana, scan this. Um, so, uh, I guess an interesting question that that wasn't answered um, was, you know, so there's this focus on four. Will in the campaign, will your fire team be expanded to four or will it remain at three? Which and if if it does remain at three, I think that's a, a really odd choice where you've got this, you know, you've got this really big dichotomy between. Um, you know, what you're doing in the single player campaign and what you're doing in multiplayer and, and, and even how you strategize about those. Things. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a little odd, but I do think I wouldn't be surprised if they keep it at three just because in the campaign, there's so much more that the servers have to keep up with all the AI, like our routines, right. all the environments, right. you, you know, like these huge worlds that are mapped into the memory um, whereas on the multiple on the multiple uh, on the multiplayer side, obviously there's no AI, um, and the levels are like small and like contained. So I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they kept it to three just to just to make sure that that stuff is all good. Um, though it is weird that it's not at four because you know most of these other games like you know Gears and that kind of stuff like they're always kind of like promoting that you can play the game with four players. Um, right. So I think that Bungie was probably a little conservative when they went for a three in the original, um, but they also know how it works under the hood. Um, but right. now that they're fr- they freed themselves of that limitation of having to support the 360 and the PS3, you know, maybe, maybe that means that, that we can get four. So, right. Yes. Yeah, and 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 speaking speaking of support, um, you you kind of mentioned this before, and obviously you know PC the platform where you can do 4K and you can do 60 frames per second, um, you, you know, and you can have all the fidelity. Well, you can have uh, you know, there's no cap on the frames, um, but you know, we we have the the introduction, you know, almost a year year old now of the PS4 Pro. And uh, by the time this game releases, we will be, you know, right on the cusp of the the release of the, you know, now now verified most powerful gaming console ever created uh, the um, Xbox Project Scorpio, a.k.a. the Xbox One Infinite. Um, What do you think? Do you think that? Uh, we will get a chance that we will have a chance to see Destiny 2 running on Microsoft hardware at some point during uh, an official in an official capacity. Now, it may be running at E3 on the show floor. Maybe I would be very um, surprised. I think Sony has paid Bungie a huge amount right. for marketing. Right. And I think any official Destiny stuff in public will be on Sony hardware 
or no, or no. or on PC. I mean, you can count Windows as Microsoft, I guess. Um, yeah, you can. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I I I would be surprised if in any official capacity, even even though the Scorpio, you know, will far outshine the Pro. I don't know if Destiny is a thing that would show that really. Because well, you, you, I mean, all those particle effects. Well, I, I mean, I well, personally don't think it looked. It looked good, but it it, it didn't knock my socks off. Like it wasn't like right. and I, spectacular. And I think I think part of that had to do with the fact that, like you said, was you know that they were they built it for the last generation of consoles as well. So um, you know, a lot of that. A lot of the the lack of wow factor graphically may have yeah. may may have you know may have been attributed to the fact yeah. that they were and, also you know also carrying around the little brothers. Like I'm not trying to say it looked bad. I mean, it looked good. No, 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 not at it all. It just wasn't yeah. like you know, like it wasn't like you know, this is the next generation right. Horizon. Of graphics or something. Right. Right. Um, right. But I do think that, and I don't think they mentioned this, but I I do think that both the Pro and the Scorpio will be capped at 30 frames per second just because you know that there's going to be cross play with their with their respective ps4 and xbox one right. and i don't think they want sure. multiplayer or single player where where one player is running at twice the frame rate that'd be that'd be very interesting to find out um that is a that's a really good point um i would be incredibly interested to see what uh both Sony and Microsoft have to say uh, regarding that specifically. Um, you know, I, I'll say I'll say this much: um, one of the greatest pieces of advertisement um, that that was released around the time of Destiny was the non-ad from Microsoft, where they had the perfume bottle of Destiny. So I, you know, so like it, it, the. There is a lot of if you're you know if you're in the gaming space and you understand uh, marketing deals, there are a lot of marketing deals and exclusivity deals that work out that uh, are worked out. But one of the most uh, stringent, one of the biggest coups was Sony's uh, marketing deal with Bungie and Activision for Destiny, where uh, in so much where uh, they made it, Sony made it, paid them enough that they said not this you've got an exclusive market deal marketing deal with us that the game can't be marketed at all on any other platform uh and even to the point where there are no advertisements um for the game and and so if you guys take a look and go and find microsoft uh or xbox destiny ad you can you can take a look at that i'll be very very interested in seeing um what type of creativity Microsoft has this year <laughs> to try and promote Destiny 2 for their very new, uh, really powerful console. Um, and, and you know, it'll be interesting to see. Again, I think it'll be very, very interesting to see how and why and uh, what uh, the differences will be between the regular tier um, uh, consoles of this generation and the upper tier versions of the consoles this generation, um, you know, as a result of this, uh, we'll say uh, we'll set up uh, one last thing, uh, a thought from the captain, and then we'll you know we'll get ready to wrap it up. Um, watching watching the the live stream today made me realize 
that E3 is right around the corner. And I, I felt like this was a really nice yeah. kickoff to what E3 is going to, to be. And it got me really, really hype uh, for E3. And even even though I'm not going to be there this year, I'm really sorry about that. But uh, but, it, you know, I mean, still the hype is still real for for E3 and, and getting excited for it. Um, one thing that our great captain said today was that. Uh, and I'm going to paraphrase him, but he said that destiny Two seemed more like a, uh, an expansion as opposed to a sequel. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that based on the presentation that I saw today. Uh, Reef, what do you, th- what do you think about that? Do you, do you agree with the captain? Or do you I think, think he's full of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I agree with him, but with a caveat that name one triple A sequel that does not look like an expansion to the right. first game. I mean, they go right. with what works. Like, there's very few games that radically change. From you know, and and like I'm only talking about sort of like the triple A space. But like, right. there's very few games where the direct sequel is just completely, you know, completely different in terms of the presentation because, yeah, it absolutely looked like Destiny. Like, it looked like the best of Destiny, you know, which is kind of like that Taken King era of, like, action and, like, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it looked like Destiny. There was nothing there. You know, it, it like, kind of, like, reminded me a bit about, like, um, when we saw, like, you know, my, like, reaction after seeing the like Splatoon two stuff for for Nintendo, right. I'm like yeah. right, right, I was right. like, if they didn't put a two on it, I would have literally thought that it was like DLC for the game. And like, sure, and I think from what I saw of this, you know, I can kind of make the same claim. Now I'm sure that as video comes out from the people that were invited there that are getting hands on with the game, that'll probably change. But yeah, I mean, I, I think this is kind of par for the course. I mean, I, 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 I challenge Ka to name a big AAA, especially shooters, like a big AAA right. game where the sequel, you know, that like you can instantly stamp and recognize like large, large differences from the original. Just right. doesn't happen. Right. He'll he'll pull out Bioshock two, and then you know call it a yeah, day. Well. Or Ninja Gaiden Black. Like Bioshock shit. 2 is kind of like the forgotten, not forgotten, but right. I don't think most people would say it holds a candle to the original version. Right. Well, yeah. Bioshock 2 is the, the Temple of Doom <laughs> of Bioshock games. Yeah. It's, bookend, it's bookended by two brilliant, yes. two brilliant pieces of, uh, of content. Yep. And it's, it's good. When it's in a vacuum, but out, but if you look at it, the totality of everything that they put together, it is definitely the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Yeah, Doom. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this uh, this is uh, just how it is in this space. I mean, like like your sequels are usually going to be like your bigger and badder things. I, I mean, but like this game will look significantly different on a pro and on the Scorpio, though. If you have a 4K TV and you can take advantage right. of all that, I mean, it's going to look phenomenal. You know, right. oh, that's why he wants a new TV. <laughs> yeah, look, look, uh, it all—it's all, all coming together a, now. As a, as a person covering the games industry, Cicero requires, yes. um, you know, this stuff so I that he can it. speak on it intelligently. 
Thank you. Yeah, I feel like we um, get a new TV every year, but hey, that's me. (laughs) It's not every year, sweetheart. It's every like two and a half years or three. Well, now listening to you guys talk about Destiny, now I need to see what this game looks like because... It seems you the excitement yeah, between it's, you it's two. Awesome I have to see what's so yeah, exciting yeah, about this. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Destiny two coming out until I saw Paris's Instagram. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> that's how. Shout out! Shout out to how, Paris Lily who was uh, at the event. Yeah, uh, I was. I was actually kind of mad because I didn't hear him scream during the presentation, and like he right, he, he, he has a very <laughs> distinctive scream, and I was trying to pick it out. Um, but but um yeah wait does uh roger well i don't know if you want to say the names you can edit that out if you want oh no um, yeah no i mean he's been on the show yeah but i thought you just called him marksman whatever okay Um, oh yeah 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 does does he play does he play Uh, destiny at all see is he's did he say he was excited weren't you guys just talking about this he was kind of excited about it yeah he hasn't he hasn't watched the footage yet uh, he did play a little. He, he, you know, he got on the Destiny train a little bit late. Uh, he didn't get an Xbox One until oh, right. a year, a year after the console was out. So he was still playing a lot of uh, 360 games. But he is, you know, he is a he is a first person shooter guy. But a lot, of, you know, a lot of his friends are playing, um, you know, Call of Duties. The Call of Duties are playing a lot of Overwatch. Uh, he played a lot of Division. Um, so. I, I I have a feeling, especially in college, um, I have a feeling that there will be a lot of Destiny two being played um, while while he's off in school, because it really does it lends itself well to that type of environment. Yeah. Um. So so I I think I think that there's a there's a really good chance that uh, he will become a Destiny two expert. Well, I'm 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 saying. Kristen, you're always welcome on our fire team. You know, That's go right. out and make it happen. You know, it, That's it, right. it like truly is a game that is about the people that you play with. Um, right. And like a lot of people have said this, and it sounds kind of cliche, but Bungie has really established a fascinating. Well, no, no, I, actually, they, they they didn't establish the the uh, community. I would say that a community was established around this game, kind of separate from Bungie, just like the people that play this game the way that 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 they help each other all the forums and different groups right. and clans and podcasts that have come right. up around destiny is something like i think i've never seen in a game before um right. so it really has um you know really kind of brought out i think a great side of uh, gaming and i know that like one thing that paris lily and a lot of people that went to the live event said was like they're just excited sorry they're just as excited to meet other people in the community that they've been talking to online for years they're just as excited for that as they are to actually see the new game you know so it really is like community based and like you know people have made friends and all kind of stuff over the game like it's like I met a lot of cool people through like Destiny you know so it's it's great yeah that's good. Yeah. And That's good. Uh, yeah, what else is good was I hope uh, your experience here on uh, Spawn on Me, your very first podcasting endeavor. Um, so did you what do, what do you think now that it's over, Kristen? What, what do you think about uh, your experience and and uh, and what it's like? 
it wasn't as nerve-wracking as I thought it was going to be when you first told me, yes, you're doing this. This afternoon, <laughs> I was nervous. I told her. I was like, Geez, I was no. like I'm making the taste of cake. I was, you know, well, you know <laughs> I was nervous. I don't, you know, talking in front of people, but I'm not really talking in front of people. So, it, it no, it was fun. It was fun. I actually learned something. I mean, but... She rolled her eyes really tough yo, that right was there. A serious <laughs> eye no, no. Right. That was like a merry-go-round. Right, right. That was it. Was Anderson Cooper? <laughs> it was Anderson Cooper. <laughs> it was an Anderson to a Kellyanne eye roll. Right, right. Oh. Right. I'll have to come back after uh, Cicero shows me Destiny. Oh my god! Too. I w- oh. I would love to hear your opinion on that. Absolutely, we need to do that. There we go. Now, did they uh, did they announce a launch date for it? Is it September again? September eighth. September eighth. But, but but they did mention today in their little press release that the PC version will come short, out shortly after right. the console version. So that can be right. anything from September thirtieth right. to January. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. So like we'll see because you know Bungie hasn't made a PC game. In a long time. Uh, in a long like, time. You know long I'm time saying? was it? Uh, Halo. I think it'll come out like October 18th. I'm really good at guessing uh, hey, dates. Oh, look at that. See, the stubnostication okay. is in the house, son. It's okay, in our right. blood. I, 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 I will follow the path and I'll say October 18th too because I got faith. There you go. Right. What was the game that I guessed on the release date and I got it right? I don't know, sweetheart. It's every game. The one on Twitter. No, the one oh, on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, was it, I think it was GTA it was, 5. Yes, really? yes. GTA 5, yeah. She, yeah. she she guessed correctly the the release date of GTA 5 and won a copy of GTA 5 that we never got. Wow. Yes. Yeah, we never got it from the dude. Shout out to um, Rockstar. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't Rockstar. Someone, it was somebody right, it was some, who was loosely affiliated. He was like Rockstar's play cousin. Okay. Um, you know, he was like, he wasn't a Hauser brother. He was like a Hoosier <laughs> brother. Um, Are you sure, it wasn't like like a uh, like a scammer. Like, like, I, like yeah, a, that's what like I was. I'm a, yeah, I'm, a, was, I'm a Nigerian prince. I'm a soul. Right. That's I'm, I'm yes. the sole heir to a million dollars. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It like, was a really bizarre. It was, it was, it was a bizarre, bizarre situation. Thing. But I did pick the right date. She did. That's what is important. Um, and Kristen, I will, what I will say is October 18th sounds like a great day, but games really generally release on, um, on Tuesdays and the Tuesday is October 17th. So do you want to change your, your, uh, your, uh, stubnostication? I don't even know like what we, what we would call yours. Um, but oh, you know what? Then if you said on Tuesday, the Tuesday, then I'm going to go with November seventh. Whoa! Oh no, sweet! Whoa! Whoa. Wow! Wow! I like wow. this. So November seventh is making us PC for the PC version. She's making us suffer. Right. Yeah. So two that's months. About two months after. Two months that after. Seems right. Wow. Right before Honestly, Christmas. That's wow. not that off. The, no. Yeah. Off that's the not. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like right. uh, I. For for example, for some reason, I thought that Injustice Two was launching on PC along with the Day console versions, and they haven't even <laughs> talked about it. Like I went looking on the forums, and like there's like all these posts like, "Hey, so when the PC version comes 
yeah, I, I think y'all got that PC version. Yeah, so uh, two months is definitely not out of the cards. So all right, well there so you go. Number seventh, you know. it is. Well, let me know. Let me know how I did. Oh, we'll we'll let you know. You'll you'll know. Okay. Uh, November seventh. You guys heard it here oh, first, Picard. I don't know if I can wait that long, man. If if, right. if they announce is it's like November seventh, I will probably buy the PS4 version. PS4. And right, then yep. and then buy a PC later, which man it sounds right. so crazy. But yeah. if it's a game that you really like, two months is a long time, man. Yeah, it is. That's, it is. It is. Th- I mean, two months is is long enough for you to stop playing it. Yes. You yeah, know. Exactly. I mean, you know, a game outside of Destiny. You know, there are very few games that have super long tails, and and two months, eight weeks is is a very long tail for a, for a video game. Yeah. So. So. Uh, yeah. So like, I'd have to. I I'd, I'd switch my pre order from PC to PS4. And, Wow, wow. There there it is. Uh so uh we've we've developed a really long tale as we've been ending. Um but uh, but I will say uh Kristen um first and foremost we've we've loved having you. Yes, this was great. Um so yeah. Wow. So so happy so happy to to have you and and share you with everyone. Um is there anyone you want to shout out? Is there anything that you want to say to Bricago? Uh, before before we uh, get into all of our other closing stuff. No, I would just say all of you guys keep doing your thing and all your friends too, because that's how I learn all this stuff. I just, I follow you guys and see what you post. And I think you guys, everyone should follow you. Uh, you guys are funny. All right. Well, and fun to listen to. Oh. Reef, I was about to say, you, you notice how she didn't say, like, she's like, she reads all our stuff. She didn't say she listens to all our shows. Oh, that I did listen. <laughs> no, I did. My, my favorite one was when you had Israel Adonijay on it. Oh, look at that. Uh, look I at that. Like yeah, that. Yeah. That was yeah. my favorite. Yeah. I've listened to some of your shows, but you have to, you know, I get to hear it all. Right, right. You, yeah, you get the, yeah, the beginning. Yeah. So. Right. You get to hear the best parts is when I speak. Yeah, only you. <laughs> oh, right. my favorite part is when Sharif is talking. Oh. <laughs> Someone likes me. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right. Well, uh, yeah, so we're going to we're going to get ready to get out of here. But before we do, I, I want to say, uh, you know, obviously, thanks to Bricago, uh for hanging out with us. Um, but uh, additionally, um, in all seriousness, um, I, I love doing this show. I've been doing it for a really long time and I would I would not be able to do it um, without the support of of this woman right here. I love her so very, very much. And uh, she means everything to me and she supports me. And and when things are low and things are tough, um, there's there's nothing like having a partner who who has your back. So, sweetheart, uh, from from my heart to you, for all of Bricago to hear, I want to say thank you so much for everything that you've done for me. Aww. Are you trying to make me cry? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not hard. It's not hard. Yeah. It's not hard at all. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. I love you too. Aw. I love you too, Sharif. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, since since I am uh wearing the host the host's hat today, Reef, why don't you hit us with the social media business? Sure. So, spawnon.me. It has the website you want to go to, all our past episodes, photos of all our wonderful guests, and um, also just like stuff about us as well. Uh, spawnon.me. 
Um, if you want to check out um, our Twitter, Facebook, and and Instagram, and all that stuff, that is our username is Spawn on Me on all of those platforms. Um, and also, if you want to send us a email with uh, any of your feedback as well, if if you don't want to do it over the over the social media channels, then you can go to Spawn on Me Podcast at Gmail dot com. And of course, you can subscribe to us in your podcast reader of choice by searching for Spawn on Me. So that's iTunes, that's Google Play, that's NPR One. Um, you know, so uh, just find us there. And also, if you go to esn.fm slash Spawn on Me, that is the uh, podcast network that we are a part of. So you can check us out there as long as 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 well as with the other ESN shows. So that is correct. And and yeah, make sure you guys check out our Instagram because I have, as finally promised, put up a bunch of, if not all of uh, the pictures from C2E2, uh, some great, some really fantastic and talented cosplay um, from from all the people here in the Chicagoland area that have uh, that came to uh c2e2 so it's it's worth checking out if it's not on the main spawn on me account you can check it out on my account uh stubby stan uh so we can you can see that stuff there um so i i think uh it is time to say for Kristen keipel our guest and for sharif jackson i am cicero holmes we are the Spawn on Me podcast. This is episode 164, and we say peace. Bye. Bye.